Love Talk Radio. Good morning, give God glory today. Angel, somebody give God praise. Don't be ashamed to stand on your feet and wave your hand or tap your feet or do a dance if you want to. This is a day God's made. Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, you all. Hands together. Come on, sir. Oh. oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. For he is worthy, worthy, for he is good. Yes, he is good. He is worthy. Worthy, for he is good, yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, yes, he is good, for he is worthy. All the time worthy for he is good. Yes, he is good. For he is worthy. Worthy is he is good. Yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. Yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks. Unto the Lord, for he is good, yes, he is good, for he is worthy. Put your hands together, for he is good, yes, he is good, for he is worthy, worthy, for he is good, yes, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord a little higher. He is good, he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, yes, he is good, for he is worthy, worthy, for he is good, yes, he is good, for he is worthy, worthy. 
is taken from 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, beginning with the first verse, reading through the 7th verse from the King James Version. There you'll find these words recorded. And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye, and one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was failing a beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in hither, and the iron did swim. Therefore said he, Take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and took it. The word of God for the people of God. And all of God's people said, Amen. You may be seated in his presence. Let us invoke now God's presence in this place. Eternal God, our Father, we are thankful for this day. And we invoke thy presence here today. We welcome you, Heavenly Father, into this sanctuary and into our lives. We ask, O God, right now, that your spirit might reign supreme in this place that the love that emanates from this place will touch those who have gathered and touch those who have watching on online so that when they have left from this experience today, they will know and attest that they have been in the presence of Almighty God. We thank you, God, for the gift of life. We thank you, O God, for another day's journey. We lift now this prayer upon the wings of the morn and place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God we pray, and for his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. The hymn this morning is, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less Than Jesus' Blood and Righteousness. Anybody, anybody can attest to that. My hope is built on the solid rock, the solid rock Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. All of the ground. Oh. 
say man all other ground is sinking sand on Christ the solid rock we stand on Christ amen hallelujah the following announcements this morning just real quick want to make mention we want to make mention that our beloved sister Janie Burns made her transition this past week and services of celebration will be uh, May 24th at AA Rainer Uh, I believe that wake starts at I think that was six was that correct four I'm sorry four four p.m. And then the services celebration at Ebenezer will be May 25th, 10 o'clock wake, 11 o'clock, the funeral uh, for Sister Janie Burns, one of the longtime members of this church, one whose voice graced this place for many, many, many years, a voice that, that transcended all the choirs that I can recall that were ever at Ebenezer. Her voice was found counted among the numbers. And we are so, so thankful for the life of Sister Janie Burns and for what she meant to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We're also, uh, this coming Friday at 6 p.m., there will be a memorial service for Angie Asford. 
Angie Ashford was born, was baptized uh, in this church many years ago, and she made her transition, uh, and we are having the memorial service here on Friday at 6 p.m. We also want to encourage you to continue to pray for the sick among us. There are many who are on our list, and we'll make mention of them uh, later during the altar call. Also, we want to make mention that we are in planning. Planning is going on for our vendor fair. Our vendor fair is August 7th, and they have already begun to, wo- begun to work. It is going to be one of the biggest we have ever had, and we are looking forward to your participation. Amen? Amen. Also want to make mention, we know that the class of 2021 uh, has started uh, commencements and graduations all around. In fact, today is the day I was watching before a service start, Morehouse's graduation today. Uh, and we have a lot of, of young people uh, who are affiliated or part of Ebenezer, and we want to celebrate you. If you are a part of the class of 2021, we would ask that you would turn your names in uh, to the church clerk. And in the month of June, when all the graduations have been exhausted, uh, we will celebrate uh, the 2021 graduates of Ebenezer. Amen? You all have done a wonderful thing in a trying year. Um, And so we want to certainly don't want to forget them. Also, we're asking all our members, when we say all, we're asking all, we need for you to send us your email address. If you're, most of you, we have your telephone numbers and addresses, but we need your email address. Uh, If you have an email, uh, you can send that to churchclerk at embc.com chicago.org at embcchicago.org. Now, if you are a senior and you don't have it, uh, you can get an email address. If you need some help, just let the office know and we'll try to find a way to get you uh, an email account because if you have a telephone, you can have an email. Amen? Amen? Maybe I need to have Sally Hogan do this announcement. Maybe I need to have a a 90-plus-year-old woman who has email and is, is on Facebook live uh, on a regular basis. Amen. So we really need to get that because we're really trying to work on keeping you in loop on a lot of things that are happening in and around Ebenezer. And so we need you to get your email address uh, to us. And then today at 1.30, we are uh, certainly excited to be able to participate um, with Monumental Baptist Church of Chicago, uh, where yours truly be bringing the word this afternoon at 1.30 as they celebrate their 102nd anniversary. Uh, and so we are excited about that this afternoon. And so we are looking forward to the preach word from Minister Dr. Dana King, who will be coming uh, this, this morning. Amen, 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 amen. That concludes our announcement at this time. Oh, Minister King has an announcement that he wants to make and we're really getting behind him on this that he's about to talk about and he'll give you all the details amen amen good morning god bless you god bless you amen hallelujah Amen. i want to make sure what nobody laying up here let me try this again good morning my goodness Okay, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. That's all right. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. I had a quick announcement. Uh, Father's Day weekend, Father's Day weekend, that would be June 19th. 
June 19th, Father's Day weekend, um, there's a concert that's happening at the Country Club Hills Theater. Anybody familiar with that? Raise your hand. You've been there, maybe seen it, drove past it, whatever. It is, I've never been before. It's an amazing, amazing venue. Anyway, uh, in partnership with my radio station, TTLO Radio and Unlimited Faith Productions, uh, are throwing a Juneteenth Father's Day concert uh, at the Country Club Hills Theater. And you all are welcome to welcome, 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 welcome to get yourself a ticket. Huh? So it's real simple, real easy to do. Uh, just go to unlimitedfaithproductions.com and you can get yourself a ticket. The artist will be, y'all know Lanasia. Remember she came and sung here? Lanasia Tyson will be headlining the, uh, the event. Um, Lisa McClendon, Lisa McClendon from California, she's another gospel artist, will be opening the event. Uh, Chicago DJ from uh, V103, GCI, and one more other station I can't think of off the top of my head. He will be there as well, uh, along with some other surprises. So watch this. The VIP tickets, they're going very fast, but the VIP tickets are $50, and the general admission tickets are $30. VIP tickets. Now, VIP tickets get you a snack, and you get to hang out in the VIP lounge. They got a nice setup out there. So you can hang out in the VIP lounge uh, at the Country Club Hills Theater. Again, that's June 19th at 4 p.m. There's also opportunities if you own a business. Uh, if you own a business, this is an opportunity for you to come in as a vendor or a sponsor, either or see me or Latanya after church for that information. Or you can just go to unlimitedfaithproductions.com and get that information. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Come on, y'all. Let's 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 worship. Come on. I know she's coming up, but we want to just say that we at Ebenezer are going to be supporting this event as we are excited. Uh, and it's doing Father's Day weekend, y'all. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. See how y'all do us? See how y'all do us? We're going to support this. I hope the mothers enjoyed the water bottles and the roses. We ain't heard nothing. No? Try better? Do better next year? Okay, let's continue with worship. Come on now. We act like we in church today now. Come on now. We act like we not in church. Let's act like we here to worship. We here to praise God. We here to give him glory. We here to hear the word and get strength for the week. Come on, folks. Give God glory today. Amen. Amen. I enjoyed that water bottle, and I, my robe is still living, Pastor. Amen. Come on, somebody. I just want to praise you. I just want to praise you forever and ever and ever for all you've done for me. Somebody clap your hands three times. Blessings and glory and honor. They all belong to you. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing me. I just want to praise you forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. 
All you've done, all you've done for me, for me, for me, for me. Nobody can touch like you. Glory and honor, they all belong to you. Thank you, Jesus. Just want to praise you forever and ever and ever for all. You've done, you've done, you've done just come today for me, for me, for me. Let me thank glory and Blessing me. Hallelujah. 
at this time of our worship experience, we like for you to participate. This is where you can participate. You can participate through giving. Amen. Amen. We have because we give, and we give because we have. This is your opportunity to participate in worship through giving. We know that God has blessed us in tremendous ways, and this is our opportunity to feed back into kingdom building at this time. Our ushers are going to come. If you are watching, if you are watching via live stream, you can go, you can watch that screen, and it'll tell you you can go to text to give uh, in order to give a, a to give an offering, or you can mail it to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. You can go to our webpage, our website, and click the donate button as well, or you can just come by and drop it off at church. However you decide to do it, we invite you and encourage you to give at this time. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for this privileged opportunity to see back that which you have already blessed us with. God, we ask that you take these offerings and multiply it for your glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people say amen. want to announce also that immediately following worship, the Brothers of Phi Beta Sigma will be sponsoring a blood drive here at Ebenezer in the Smith Chapel. And if you are watching and local and you want to give blood, you can come down today. At, I believe it starts at 1 o'clock, uh, and it will be going to 1 to 5, I believe it is. If you are here today and you feel comfortable and like to give blood, you can do that as well. But there is a blood drive immediately following worship here at Ebenezer. Amen? Amen. At this time, we will transition to our altar call. 
we have a lot of people on our list today. And if you would like to, instead of coming down to the altar, we invite you to stand so that we can continue to preserve social distancing. Amen. Praise report. We're certainly happy that Sister Ethel Freeman is home from the hospital. Amen. Uh, Continue to pray for Deacon Maurice Sibley, Willie Grant, Christine Brown, Eloise Davis, lifting up Minnie Peggs and Al Burton and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson and Grace Lee, Deacon James Smith, we're remembering in prayer, Reverend Mary Grant and Imogene McCray and Sarah Billups and Mary Alexander, the Janie Burns family. We're praying for Kenneth Sexton and Mama Peak. Sister Peak will be traveling uh, to visit with Kenny near the end of this month. And we're praying for traveling mercies. I know seeing your face and hearing your voice will inspire and brighten that place where he is. And though we are not able to go with you, we're going to send something with you. We're going to send something with you. Because we want you to be encouraged so that you can encourage him. We're continuing to pray for our community. We got word today that two Chicago police officers were shot this morning. Don't know the outcome, but we're praying for them, those who protect us. Praying for our community. We're praying for our church in a mighty, mighty way. Thanking God for the increase. Thanking God for the breakthroughs. Thanking God for the challenges. We're thanking God for a reasonable portion of health and strength. We're thanking God that he allowed us to see a a brand new day. We'll continue to pray for those who have been impacted by uh, the pandemic, COVID-19, those who have, have lost mem- family members, those who are still recovering, even though they have gotten through that experience, they are still dealing with it on the long haul. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we are so grateful to stand before you right now. God, we stand before you not as a perfect person or a perfect people or a perfect church, but we stand before you as children of the Most High God, seeking you and seeking your faith and seeking your will for our lives. God, there's so many people that are on our sick list, so many people that are being challenged in their health. Right now, God, in the name of Jesus, have your way. Some are are in hospice right now, God, but we recognize, oh God, you have the last word. And we're going to remember and hold on to the report of the Lord. God, we're praying for churches that are opened in your name all over our community, oh God. God, we're asking, oh God, that as we begin to slowly reemerge 
from this experience of this pandemic. As we begin to open more of our doors and have more things happening, we ask, oh God, that, that as the doors open, that the people will flow in and that the people will be moved to return to church and return uh, to a sense of spirituality. For those, oh God, who are watching or online, oh God, let them continue to be a part of the worship experience, oh God. For we recognize, O oh God, that your word must go forth, that your word must penetrate the hearts and the minds of those who are listening, O oh God. God, we're asking that you would have your way right now. Have your way in this service. Have your way uh, in this broadcast today, O oh God, that someone who is listening, someone who is here will be uh, uh, changed by the power of the word. God, we know that we need you. We need you every hour, every minute of the day. And so, God, have, have mercy right now. Have mercy right now. Hallelujah in this place. Have mercy right now. You are holy. You are majestic. You are mighty. You are awesome. You are altogether lovely. You are wonderful. You are mighty God. You are the Prince of Peace. You are El Shaddai. You are Elohim. You are Yahweh. We worship you today, O oh God. Have mercy today, O oh God. We give you praise. We give you honor because we recognize, O oh God, that you are worthy of the praise because, God, you continue to bless us over and over and over again. Hallelujah. You're worthy of the praise. You're worthy of the honor. We can feel your presence right now, God. We can feel the fire burning in our hearts right now, God, because we recognize that we have been through a lot, oh God, but we praise God today, oh God, that you walked with us and you talked with us every step of the way. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the earth. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the earth. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy today. Hallelujah. God, we lift now this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon. Place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God, we pray and for his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, amen. Amen. Continue. Come on, choir. I mean, solo. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. Worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are pleased to have with us this morning. He's here every Sunday, as am I, and has been with us on this journey, this most difficult journey that we've experienced during this pandemic. He gives so much to this church and supports this church in tremendous ways through our media, sound systems, and so other, so many others. 
Today we are going to have Minister Dr. Dana King will be bringing the word today. Um, we, uh, it's, it's a benefit to be able to have someone that you believe is competent to preach the word and advance the gospel. And since I have the opportunity to preach at Monumental this afternoon at 1.30, and since I usually sweat out of my clothes when I preach, I'm sweating right now, and since our building is not totally, the piping is not totally, and my shower is not, you know, we say, you know what, Minister King, come on. Come on, bring the word. And so we're excited that he will bring the word. So after the the sermonic selection, the next speaking voice you will hear will be that of Minister Dr. Dana L. King. Peace, 
I just ever said that in the midst of something that you just needed a word from the Lord. I I got about four witnesses. I appreciate you. If you ever just been in a position where you just looked around and you couldn't get a word from nowhere else, you say, I just need a word from the Lord. When God bless you, Susan. That was supposed to be sung last week, but show you how the Lord worked. My God, she told me, I said, don't change nothing. Don't change nothing. Don't change nothing. Because if I could sing, I would have sung that last night. But amen. We need a word from the Lord. God is just awesome. Amen. Amen. Again, I am grateful. Thank you, uh, Pastor Person, earlier for your kind words. As always, I'm grateful for the opportunity, uh, every opportunity to stand behind um, any podium, anywhere, but this one, I said this the day I walked in the door, uh, there's something about this pulpit. Ah, there's something about this pulpit that just, I, I don't know, y'all, I've been up here a few times, and I, I, I get, still get nervous. I still get nervous, and, then I, my, and my thought process is the day I stop getting nervous, I might want to start praying a little harder. It might be, and then when I'm not, when I'm no longer nervous, it may be time for me to sit down. Amen. Amen. Um, I've said this often. I don't take these 
opportunities lightly, and I am just grateful again to be here. Um, our, our, just to give an update too, I looked while you were talking, Pastor, the one officer is in critical condition but stable, and the other one is doing just fine. Uh, the officers that were shot in North Lawndale this morning. So we, we're grateful to God. Uh, but it just shows a, a larger sign of something else that we need to shine a light on at some point. And I guess if we keep talking about it, and at some point we got to do more than talk about it. I, can, can I share this? Can I share this? I know I got I to gotta, I gotta preach, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on time. Uh, Pastor, we, we joked earlier. He asked, what is it going to be, a Baptist sermon or a Pentecostal? or apostolic. I'm telling too much, probably. Uh, I feel, I'm acting like I'm on the radio. I say whatever. Um, and I told him, no, don't worry about it, because I'm apostolic. So I was, I was born and raised Baptist, but I got some apostolic and Pentecostal tendencies. Um, but I'll say this. I, I, I truly believe this. I'll share this with you all. I shared this a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I believe if every... And musicians, please don't go anywhere. I believe if every church at some point would just make up their minds on one particular Sunday, say 12 o'clock, 11.30, most churches start at 11 o'clock, at 11.30 to stop whatever is going on in that church service and every member of the church walk out the front door and just start making a chain wherever you are and connect every member. I believe if we stand out there, you can reach the next church. Y'all stay with me for a moment. Reach the next church and have that church's members come out and stretch out. I believe if that were to happen in this city, we would see a move of God like never before. Because, see, that's a sign of humility to say it ain't about me. It ain't about my religion. It ain't about my, uh, 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 my denomination. It's about God. And if we all did this at a specific time and we went out and just said we're going to pray throughout this city, every church, just walk out your door at 1130. I believe God would move in this city and, and those that are causing all the issues and the problems and, and, and the strife and everything, I see, they would be forced to sit down because the power of God would convict them. Now, I ain't nobody. I'm just telling you what I believe God will do if we do our part. So whoever's listening, I know the pastor's right here, but the other folks that's listening, I know some of y'all watching this later, you know, listen later, and y'all try to critique stuff. I get it. I know who you are, but that's all right. But just come outside of your pulpit. You can preach next week or the following week or the following week. You got any other Sunday, just try it. Just, just, just try it. Anyway, let me get off that soapbox. Amen. Amen. Our scripture, our scripture text today comes from uh, the book of 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 6, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. As always, I, I need you, I'm asking that you would stand out of reverence to the word of God, not for me, but to the word. I know it has already been read, uh, Pastor Person read it, and I'm going to read it again for your hearing. I'm going to give you two versions this morning because I want to make sure there might be somebody who, who's not familiar with uh, the Bible, and some of these this, thus, and thou's might confuse you. So I'm going to give you the King James Version first. 2 Kings 6, 2 Kings 6, uh, verses 1 through 7, and it reads, And the sons of the prophet said unto Elisha, Behold now, 
The place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man uh, a beam, and let us make a place there where we may dwell. Uh, then he goes on to say, and he answered, go ye, and one said, be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried and said, alas, master, for it was borrowed. Somebody say it was borrowed. Okay, y'all will get it in a minute. And the man of God said, where fell it? And he showed him the place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in thither. And the iron did swim. Therefore he said, take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and took it. You may have your seat. You may have your seat. God bless you. I want to read um, the King, the, uh, the Message Bible. The Message Bible. I just want to read the Message Bible real quick, real quick. The Message Bible says it like this. One day, the Guild of Prophets came to Elisha and said, you can see that this place we're living under your leadership is getting cramped. We have no elbow room. <laughs> Give us permission to go down to the Jordan where each of us will get a log. We'll build a roomier place. Elisha said, well, go ahead. And one of them said, please come along with us. He said, certainly. Verse 4 and 5 says he went with them. They came to the Jordan and started chopping down trees. As one of them was felling a timber, cutting some wood, felling a timber, his axe head flew off and sank in the river. He cried out, oh, no, master. It was borrowed. The holy man said, well, where did it sink? The man showed him the place. He cut off a branch and tossed it at the spot, and the axe head floated up. He said, grab it. The man reached out and took it. The word of God, again, is already blessed. Amen. I, I, I have come to have a great appreciation for the Message Bible uh, because what I've learned is uh, when we, and, and Pastor Person knows this very well, uh, when we read our, you know, we Baptists, so, you know, some of y'all believe if you don't even read the King James, you might end up not in the right place. So we, we read the King James for your edification, but for, but for others, we read different versions so that God might be glorified in, the, in them. Because it makes no sense to read all those this, thus, thous, and who with fours if you're sitting there saying, what is he talking about? Amen. Amen. So, so today, today, for a moment, for a moment, uh, and, I, and I literally mean for a moment, I want to talk about a real simple subject. Something is missing. Something is missing. I'm going to say it again. Something is missing. I, I, I've been talking about this for a while. For the last uh, few days, few weeks or so, these are the words that I've been hearing in, in my spirit that something is missing. Let me ask this question. Y'all know I love food. Y'all know I love food. How, how many of you have ever eaten something, you know, something that, that you really, really like and you love it? Mm-hmm. And you love the taste of it. You, you like how it's cooked a special way. Maybe it's something that your mother or your grandmother made, but, but, but it was something that you really, really enjoyed. Then you go somewhere else. Somebody got it already. You taste the same thing. Come on now. And, 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 but it does not taste the same. It looks like what your mama made. It even smells like 
what your mama made. But once you get that, you know, that, can I, can I just use an example, that macaroni and cheese, once you get that fork down in there and you, and you look at the gooey cheese coming up and you say, oh, this is about to be good. But then all of a sudden you taste it and something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something is missing. How, how many of you know that, that when, you taste, when, when you taste that something is missing and it tastes different, you immediately recognize that something is missing? You, now watch this. You can still eat it. It ain't going to kill you. It won't poison you, but it's bland and tasteless. It leaves you disappointed and, 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 and let down. Uh, can I say it like this? Your taste buds were, were ready for a party, but instead they got a funeral. Now, now, now uh, Mark Senior, I ain't talking about you and that moose shoulder. You, y'all keep that. Man. Now, 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 let's bring it back to the spiritual for a second. If you've ever tasted the real thing, in the spirit realm, if, you, if you've never tasted the best, watch this, if you've never tasted the best, then you can find yourself satisfied with the substitute. Uh-huh. See, if you've never tasted the best, if you didn't know what the best was, you can find yourself okay with an imitation. Hmm. But, but, but I, I like this. Once you've had the authentic, uh huh. Once you tasted the real thing, I wish I had some help. You can never be satisfied with an imitation. Come on now, it, 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 it's kind of like you know we you know you, you know there's certain songs you just don't remake. Now now I ain't gonna sing because I don't want no trouble. I don't want nobody to log off the stream. But 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 see y'all captive audience y'all in here. But but see you know there's certain artists that you just don't remake their song. You know, now I know some of y'all been holy for a long time, real long time, so I'm going to say some, some names and you might look at me funny. But you just don't re-sing a Luther Vandross song. You know, Luther was Luther. See, when Mama, when, when, when Mama Newchurch shake her head, I ain't worried about the rest of y'all. She, she know about Luther. I, I don't want to know how, but she know about Luther. Marvin Gaye, you don't remake Marvin Gaye, you don't touch Stevie Wonder. Now, I ain't saying the folks that try can't sing, but it just, Aretha, well, you know. But you just don't touch because it just doesn't, it just doesn't have the same ink behind it. When you hear it, you immediately know that something is missing. But, but I, got, I got some sad news. The truth is, if you stay with the imitation. Come on now, if you stay with the substitute long enough, unfortunately, you can get adjusted and get used to it. And sad to say, Ebenezer, that's exactly what's happening in many of God's churches and with many of God's people today. They've had the, the imitation for so long and the substitute for so long that we've gotten used to it. We've gotten used to just showing up to church, going through the motions, and ain't no Holy Ghost nowhere in the room. But I, 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 I thank God, yeah, I thank God that we've been exposed. I thank God that we've been exposed to authentic again. And, and once you've been exposed to authentic, you immediately can recognize what's missing. Now, now Ebenezer, I can't speak for everybody in the house today. So I'll, I'll just speak for myself. And in these last few weeks, I've learned to taste the authentic again. I can tell you that I've become thankfully and painfully aware that something has been missing. Something has been missing. Something has been missing for a long 
time. Something has been missing in our churches, and if we're honest, if we're honest, come on now, something has been missing in our lives. I I know we don't talk a lot about Holy Ghost and Holy Spirit in the church. I know because, you know, depending on your denomination, you, you say it, but you don't go into it. I did warn you ahead of time. I'm something like apostolic. So let me start by saying this. If you think nothing is missing, then your spiritual taste buds are dead and they need a resurrection. I'm going to say that again. If you can sit around all these different churches and come and sit and go and do what you do and think that nothing is missing, then your taste buds, your spiritual taste buds, they need to be resurrected. So you say, preacher, what's, what's, what's missing? What's missing? Well, let's go to the text. Y'all know I like evidence. I'm a teacher. That's what I do. I like evidence. Second Kings, Second Kings, Second Kings said this. It said that uh, in our text, there was a prophet who had borrowed an axe and he was working. And while he was working, the axe head flew off and the handle, uh, the head flew off and it landed in the bottom of the river. And the prophet immediately recognized that something was missing. I wish you come on now. He, well, well, the first thing he recognized was that his work was ineffective. Now, truth be told, he would have looked a little silly, but he could have kept swinging and going through the motion. Uh huh. But see, he refused to continue without the axe head. I, I, I want somebody to get this. He refused to keep going without the axe head. Now, you probably say, yeah, he, 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 of course he recognized the, the axe head was gone. It got a little lighter. You know, the swinging got a little lighter. And it would have been ridiculous for him to continue working and swinging the axe handle w- w- without having the actual axe head in place. But let me tell you something. That actually happens all the time. Because, see, the axe head symbolizes the anointing uh that makes our work and our effort productive, and it produces supernatural results. So what did he do? What did he do? He immediately quit trying to accomplish the work on his own. He immediately stopped swinging on his own and stopped trusting in his own strength and in his own ability. This is what he said. This is what he said. I love this. His words to the prophet, to the prophet Elisha, they're very, no, they're remarkably interesting. He said this, Master, um, it was borrowed. Now, y'all might read that and and not think nothing of it. It was borrowed. Okay, it was borrowed. He he lost something that somebody let him use. In other words, let me help you real quick. Uh, uh, We don't own it. It's a gift. It's not ours. It belongs to another. See, it is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I wish y'all would get this. And, and, and watch this. He simply trusts us, come on now, with his anointing so that we can do the work. I wish y'all would get this. See, this anointing, this gift, this thing that's missing, you can't work without it, but it does not belong to you. The anointing, the power, the strength, the spirit comes from God. It's the anointing. You need, you need a little more evidence. Even Jesus understood this to be true in his own life. You say, well, wait a minute. He was, he was Jesus. Let's go, to the, let's, go to the, let's go to the Gospels. Dr. Luke, Luke 4, Luke 4 and 18. Luke 4 and 18 says, Jesus said these words. 
The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus said, he has anointed me. Even Jesus recognized in his human form that he could not operate. That's all right. That that he could not operate. Watch this. Watch this. See, see, the anointing, the anointing is that touch of God upon a thing or a person that produces supernatural results. I'll say that again. The anointing is a touch of God upon a thing or person that produces supernatural thoughts. The, 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 The anointing of God's Holy Spirit is the power, watch this, that can deliver. It's the only power that can heal. It's the only power that can produce miracles. Ebenezer, one of the greatest tragedies of this modern day church, this modern day Christianity, is that we've lost our ability to discern when the anointing is present and when it has ran out the door. And then the result is we carry on with all kinds of activities, all kinds of performances that are carnal and fleshly and they're birthed out of human effort and human wisdom. Now, now don't get me wrong. It, it, that doesn't make it evil. Doesn't make it wicked. Doesn't even make it sinful. Just that it's missing the main ingredient, which is the anointing. Now, now I want to be very clear. It's not a question of how talented you are. Doesn't matter how good you can sing. Doesn't matter how good you can play the drums. It doesn't matter how good you are on the guitar. Doesn't matter how good you can preach, teach, or play the piano. None of those things are important. The only question that we should be asking ourselves is where is the anointing? Hmm. I, 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 see, I don't care how, how good it is. I, I don't care how cutting edge it is. I, I don't care how popular it is. I only want to know a few things. Is it anointed? Are they anointed? Are you anointed? Do me a favor. I, I'm glad we got a few people in the room. Just look over at the closest neighbor to you and ask them one question. Are you anointed? Okay, y'all whispering. I know, I, I know you got masks on, but <laughs> I know you got masks on. See, and one thing about masks, let me, let me give me give y'all something real quick. One thing about wearing masks, masks will let you know what your own breath smells like. I'm going to let that stay right there. Some of y'all learned something new about yourself in the last year, so amen. God bless you. That's going to be good for the rest of us. Amen. Jesus, Jesus tells us, Jesus tells us with his own words, that the works that he is doing, watch this, he's doing them by the power that's supplied by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said these words. He says, I cast out devils by the Spirit of God. Okay, you need evidence. Matthew 12 and 28. He says, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Then, 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 then the Bible says, then the Bible says, Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's go a little further. The book of Acts, the book of Acts 10, Acts 10 and 38. He says these words, it says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, 
who then did what? Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of him. Watch this. That were oppressed of the devil and God was with him. The healings, the miracles, the deliverance, the feeding of the multitudes, the walking on water, the calming of the storm. All of these things were accomplished by the power of the Holy Ghost. And although Jesus was the son of God from birth, he never did a miracle or anything of supernatural quality until he was anointed by the power of the Holy Ghost at the River Jordan. You read your Bible. I know I got some Bible scholars in the room. As great as Jesus was, as great as his birth was told and all of the stuff that happened leading up, he didn't do one miracle until after he had received the Holy Ghost. After Jesus was anointed with with the Holy Ghost, he immediately began to perform miracles, casting out devils and healing the sick. These were all signs of his supernatural character. Now, I want to say this real quick. My brothers and my sisters here at Ebenezer and anybody that may be watching wherever you are, if Jesus needed the anointing. Okay, let me, let me. If Jesus needed the anointing, then how much more do you and I need it? Oh, I, I can't get no help. How much more? If Jesus needed the anointing, then how much more do you and I require it? Isaiah, Isaiah, let's go, let's go back to the Old Testament. I, 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 Isaiah 10 and 27 says this, And it shall come to pass in the day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The yoke is destroyed by the anointing. Now, y'all know, y'all, I know y'all, some of y'all have said this. Let me help some folk out that might not know the yoke. I'm saying yoke, Y-O-K-E, not egg yoke, Y-O-L-K. I'm not saying yoke. I'm saying yoke, Y-O-K-E, Y-O-K-E. Yoke, a yoke is, 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 is that huge device that they used to put around the ox. And it would keep his head down. And that's how they guided him. But that thing is heavy. And it's a huge thing to carry around your neck. But the yoke, so, so the Bible uses yoke quite often as an illustration to show us that only with the power of the Holy Ghost can that yoke be removed. Okay, come on, come on. Nothing less, nothing less than the anointing of the Holy Ghost can destroy the works of Satan. Nothing less than the anointing can convict sin. Nothing less than the anointing can heal the wounded soul and deliver the bound and set the captives free. Nothing less than the anointing can remove heavy burdens. So the prophet, the prophet, the prophet, the prophet immediately recognized something is missing. There is no power. There is no, no, no fire. There is no unction. There is no, no edge. There is no zeal. But I believe, I believe that every church's motto, the motto of every church, should be the God that answers by fire. Let him be God. 
Oh, see, y'all just missed that. The God that answers by fire, let him be God. Meaning not all these, all this show and dance and all. Look, I like a good dance. I like, look, I, I'll run with the best of them. I, if I could get my shot on, I will with the best. But if ain't no anointing in it, all that dancing is just a show. If God ain't moving in it, it just sounds good. It, 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 it looks good, but, 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 but it, it's not, it doesn't carry anything. In other words, church, in other words, in other words, we don't want anything, watch this now, unless heaven testifies to it. Uh-huh. You see, because so many of us, so many of us today are looking, uh, are looking to the altars of the churches, uh, well, for most people, watch this, and they're judging everything by what is most popular, what is most attractive, what is most uh, socially accepted, what is everybody else doing, what is cutting edge, what is marketable. But Ebenezer, popularity has never been the mark or a distinguishing factor of that which is of God. It is the anointing that bears witness to that which is born in heaven. Whether it's in a sanctuary or an arena field with 100,000 people or whether it's a barn in the backyard or whatever, it does not matter. The one distinguishing identifying factor that God is in it is that, that God is in it and that he has always been is it is the anointing. You see, because if the anointing is there, <laughs> heaven will invade the place. And miracles will happen. If the anointing is there, yeah, bondages will be broken. Yeah, yeah. If the anointing is there, come on, somebody, the sick will be healed. If the anointing is there, lives will be changed forever. So many of us are easily pacified with lookalike and soundalike, with imposters and impersonators. Many believers... And churches are mistaking charisma, oh God, for the anointing. We're mistaking charisma for the anointing and talent and passion and excitement for replacing God's fire at the altar. Here is my question. Where, the Bible says it like this, rather. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I read it. I read it. It's in there. Not just excitement. (laughs) Not just dancing. But liberty, uh-huh, uh, 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 where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, breakthrough, healing, salvation, transformation, God, to be, hey, miracles. So see, so, so we can change that around and say where the anointing is, there is liberty. The anointing is the liberating power of God. I'm, 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 I'm about done. The, the anointing, the anointing, come on, stay with me now. The anointing liberates the mind. The, the, the anointing liberates the emotion. It, it liberates the broken heart. It, it liberates the homosexual and the adulterer. The anointing, watch this, liberates the drug addict. It, it liberates anger. Come on now. It liberates resentment. Come on now. And it, it liberates, come on, jealousy. It liberates unforgiveness. The anointing. The anointing liberates those of us who have been in captivity to sickness. The anointing also liberates us from tradition and religion. Believe it or not, some of us are captive to religion and tradition. 
Some of us are walking around with big Baptist yokes hanging around our necks. Big apostolic yokes hanging around our necks with a nice red something on it. Big Pentecostal yokes hanging around our necks. The the anointing, the anointing is the yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God. Without the anointing, we may have church. We may even have entertainment. We may even have excitement. But we will not have liberty. The Bible said it like this. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. (laughs) I got a Bible reader, praise the Lord. But by my spirit saith the Lord. I I shall be anointed with fresh oil. David knew how important it was to have a fresh anointing in his life. And he knew he could not operate, watch this church, on an outdated anointing. Can I help somebody? Your anointing and my anointing have an expiration date. The date was yesterday. Uh-huh, the date was yesterday. Don't, don't, don't go nowhere now. If you're trying to operate on yesterday's anointing, Ebenezer, I'm trying to help you. If you're trying to operate on last year's, if you're trying to operate on the 100-year-old anointing, if you're trying to operate on the 119-year-old anointing, if you're trying to operate on, let me help you right now, it's expired. It's dead. There is no life in it. There is no power in it. It was good for yesterday, but you and I must have a fresh anointing and a fresh baptism in the Holy Ghost. You want to know what's missing? This is what the Holy Spirit has been trying to talk to me because I knew something was wrong. I'm talking about with me. I knew something was missing. This is what has been trying. I'm trying to help somebody. (sighs) And the sad part is, to tell the truth, I... I've been under conviction thinking that we could keep going like we were going and not have the anointing, that passion, that zeal for God, that spiritual hunger, that, 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 that burden and that travail for folks that are lost. Uh, that, that Holy Ghost conviction, uh, that consecration, uh, that commitment, uh, that sanctification, uh, that holiness, uh, uh, that, that zeal for fasting and prayer. Yeah. Uh, you want to see miracles. Uh, you want to see signs. Uh, you want to see wonders. Uh, we're begging for healings. Uh, we're looking for deliverance. Uh, but what's missing has been the anointing of the Holy Ghost. This is how I'm going to shut this thing down today. I looked around and I said, Lord, if it's missing, and if I'm the one that's responsible for it missing, or if we are the ones responsible for the Holy Spirit missing in our lives, I want to look the devil right in his face and say, Negro, that ain't the word I wanted to say, but I I just want to say I want all my stuff back. I want it all back. Just like the young prophet wanted his axe back. He wanted his cutting power back. I don't know about you, but I want it all back. Do me a little favor. Just lean over at your neighbor and just say, I want it all back. I want everything that I let slip away. I want it all back. I want everything that I underestimated and thought I could do without. Jesus, Lord God, I need it all back. I want 
my passion back. I want my fire back. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I, I want my freedom back. I need my joy back. I want my supernatural back. I want my desire for fasting and prayer back. I want the glory of God back in my life. I want the glory of God back in the church. I know something has been missing. Something has been missing. And the reason I know I can get it back is because somewhere in Isaiah, the reason I know I can get it back is that Jesus, Isaiah said it like this. I can get it back because some 2,000 years ago, I can get it back because he was wounded for my transgressions. I, I can get it back because he was bruised for my iniquities. Hey, God, I, I can get it back because the chastisement of our peace was upon him. I, I can get it back because by his, by his stripes, we are healed. I, I don't know about you, but now that we know what might be missing, I dare you to just stand flat foot, lift your head wherever you are, and just look toward heaven and say, I want it all back. I want it all back. I know what's missing. I know it was probably my fault, but I want it all back. Lord God, you can trust me with your anointing. Ah, glory to God. You can trust me with that thing. Bless your name, Jesus. Lord God, have your way, God. Have your way, God. Move, God. Move, God. Move, God. I know what it is. And I refuse to go on without it. God bless you. God bless you. The door of the church is open. Ah, the door of the church is open. I, I feel like... When you think about what's missing, <laughs> the door of the church is open. You can come now. You may be watching online. You may not have a, it may not be in fellowship with anyone. Do us a favor. Go ahead and put your name. You can reach out to the church. Email church clerk at embcchicago.org and tell them you're looking for a church home. Tell them. You're looking for a place where God can use you. You're looking for a place where the anointing is still allowed to flow. You're looking for a place that you can grow. Now, now I'm, I'm going to put a caveat on it. And I don't want no problems. So this, let me, let me, let me, uh, Tanya, I wish you had the disclosure so it would come from me and not from the church. Now, if you're not willing to grow, if you're not willing to make some changes, if you're not willing to mature in Christ, then there's a hundred other churches <laughs> that you can go to. Yes. The door is open. The door is open. If you're here and you don't have a home, you can come now. 
as a candidate for baptism on your Christian experience, or even by letter, you can come now. Yes, God will. Does anybody believe that? Does anybody believe that God will? say man we thank God for that word something is missing something is missing I hope you have it I hope you have it uh, someone has asked um, for those who will be traveling with us to uh, Oak uh, Monumentals at 729 East Oakwood Boulevard um, you know where Oakwood is right right down the street third night I just know where the chicken waffles is that's turn right that's that's how I remember it. So, uh, and they start at 1.30. We'll be starting at 1.30. I asked uh, Pastor Lee, I said, okay, how long uh, do we have? He said, what's up to you? I said, well, okay, well, he said, uh, uh, so just come as you are. And uh, so we're looking forward to, to the fellowship. Thank Minister Reverend, uh, Minister Dr. Dana King. Uh, and we are just so, so privileged and and for a powerful, powerful message. Glad to see Sister Beverly back safe and sound. We missed you, but your presence was felt. Um, and we have a, we have a, uh, I know we have some visitors in here. I want to recognize Sheila is here. Uh, that's, uh, 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 that's your mama-in-law, right? That's so mother in love, what have we what to call That's a, uh, Reginald Jones, uh, trustee Reginald Jones, mother-in-law is here. Thank God for spreading the good news to Ebenezer. Amen. Amen. And pray for traveling mercies. Uh, my daughter and myself will be traveling today. Uh, and I see it. Happy to see Deacon Taylor and his family here. Uh, everybody vaccinated. Everybody good to go. Praise the Lord. 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 So we are looking forward to, to this afternoon. If you're not able to make it, that's okay. Just send a prayer. Just send a prayer, right? Just send a prayer. I know some of y'all got, you know, uh, got to go eat, you know, because your sugar. That's what they used to tell us when we was growing up, right? So, uh, but no, um, if you can't make it, just send a prayer. and we, we, we would certainly appreciate it. Let's stand to our feet as Minister King gives us the benediction uh, today. Amen. Amen. As we get ready to go, um, if I did not, and I'm sorry if I did not say it, 
Anytime I preach, I always want to make sure you have application. The only way if you're going to know if something is missing is if you take the time to humble yourself and say, I can't do it all by myself. So sometimes you need to look in the mirror at your real self. And I know this ain't the best thing to do, but I'm going to say it for real. You really want to know if you got it all together. Take all your clothes off and stand in the mirror. That's your real self. And then talk. And I know it sounds crazy, but trust me, it puts it in a different perspective. Because, see, you can lie to everybody else. But when you look in that mirror, the mirror don't lie back. Huh? Now, now let that mirror be a look into your soul and say, what's missing? Let's get ready to go. Let's pray quickly. Father God, we thank you for what we heard on today. Lord God, we thank you for these musicians today. God, we thank you for the leader of this house, God, and all those that are in leadership, God. Lord God, we thank you for this place, the Ebenezer, God, this rock, this place, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Lord God, now as we get ready to leave this place, but never your presence, we're asking for traveling mercy and grace. Now unto him who is able to keep you from, keep you from falling, to present you faultless before his throne with exceeding joy to the only wise God. Majesty, dominion, and power now and forever. Let every heart say amen, amen, amen. Y'all pray for me. I ain't said that in a long time.